Future Vision Entertainment, a network of online radio stations, has been in operation since 2005. This COVID-19 crisis has affected our advertising and revenue because many of the organizations that would advertise their event or business are not doing so since there had been a declared shut-in. We are asking listeners to support the station's efforts to stay on the air. Any amount would be grateful as we need the funds for the overhead cost of rent, utilities, and necessary upgrades to keep our staff at home and functioning so that we can still provide the best music and entertainment on all of our eight stations. Future Vision Entertainment is the next evolution of radio. We have several great programs that we would like to keep on the air, such as Ray Neal and the Best Music of Your Life, The Chef Greg Show, Evenings with B.O.T., Smooth Groove Sundays with DJ Harris, The D. Curtis Randall Show, and The Afternoon Ride with Lamont Watts, to name a few. Please make a donation today at www.gofundme.com forward slash help FV. Hi, I'm D. Curtis Randall, and I am proud to announce that The D. Curtis Randall Show, the show that ain't just a grandma's gospel show, are an official 2020 Spin Award nominee. That's right. We've been nominated for Best Radio Show with two or more hosts. DJ Funky O, Mark Owsley, has been nominated for DJ of the Year. Tanya T. Wells has been nominated for Internet Radio Personality. And yours truly has been nominated for Internet Radio Host of the Year and Internet Radio Personality of the Year. On behalf of Tanya T. Wells and Mark Owsley, we would like to thank you all who have taken the time to nominate us. We need your help to win, though. Voting is now open, and we need your vote and will appreciate you taking the time to vote for us. The Spin Awards is the biggest event in Christian Gospel Radio and strives to honor spinners just like the D. Curtis Randall Show. Show us some love by voting for us. You can vote for us at thespinawards.com forward slash vote. That's thespinawards.com forward slash vote. Voting ends July 31st, 2020. We would love to win a spin award, but we need your help to do so. I'm D. Curtis Randall, and I approve this message. So gallantly, yeah. 
Harvey Chicago, a Future Vision Entertainment Station. It's now time for the world famous Royce Glamour Show with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair. All right. It's Royce Glamour. What's happening? Nothing. What's up with you, Royce? Oh, man, that air conditioning car sure felt good on that little ride over here. Mine, it. it felt good. It's time to keep your air on. Don't turn your air off. No, you better keep it on keep for it on. a while. At least to tonight. At least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, time to get serious for a minute, Royce. Uh-oh. What happened? On the planet, mm-hmm. there are 8,527,906 cases of the coronavirus. And of that number, 453,845 have died. They are no longer with us. Now, in the United States of America, where we are located, mm-hmm. there are 2,253,187 cases of the virus. Okay. And of that, 120,430. 30 are no longer with us. They have passed. In Illinois, there are 134,778 cases of the virus. And of those, 6,537 are no longer with us. Those are families that are hurting right now. All of those that I mentioned the ones who have the virus and and very much so the ones who have lost someone to the virus. Now, the idiot in the White House said that because there's a lot of testing, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of cases of the virus. And the way to get rid of the virus Mm -hmm. is to stop testing. Mm -hmm. You won't have any cases if you don't test. Can you imagine the leader of the free world said something that stupid? It came out of his mouth. I heard it with my own ears. But that's just to let you know that the virus is real. No matter what distraction there is, no matter how serious the distraction, the virus is still here. There is no vaccine for it. Only staying apart from each other, social distancing. And wearing a mask is your only weapon against it so far. Do that. No matter who opens up what, stay your distance from each other and wear your mask. Speaking of opening up, the governments are are opening up and whatever. And there's a lot of demonstrations going on about Black Lives Matter and uh other demonstrations, mm-hmm. 
But the leaders, you know, in the very near future, I'm going to have a birthday. So elderly people like myself, I say it that way, such as Jesse Jackson, the Reverend Al Sharpton, Bobby Rush, we may need, because the we lived, I should say, the racism, we lived it. We were there with Martin Luther King and what have you. Uh, the younger people seem to have this little click with the whites. The demonstrations of a lot of white people. So maybe the elders should now say, well, they have a little niche that they can get something accomplished. Maybe we should let the young carry the ladder. We can tell them, or you leaders can tell them where to put the ladder and how you want the ladder. Let them carry the ladder, maybe. God himself trusted the young. He trusted the entire world, Alpha Omega, to a 13-year-old woman named Mary. If God can trust the young, maybe we should try and trust the young and try and make this world a better place. about um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love brighter than tomorrow and if you really try you'll find there's no need to cry in this place you feel there's no hurt or sorrow there are ways to get there if you care enough for the living make a little space make a better place heal the world
going on? This is Jeff Johnson, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show. With- yeah, we sure need love. Those first two songs are really, really put something on your mind. A little bit there. Both of them. A little bit, Royce. That's right. Man, you know, I'm not saying put a, a Jesse and, and, and Reverend Al and Bobby Rush and all of the other people that are out there trying to uh, unite people to mm-hmm. give up or something. But I'm saying, you know, look at the young and see, you know, there's right. some that have some, some, some good ideas going on. I'm not talking about those talking about burning up the neighborhood and all of that old crap. I'm talking about those with some good ideas. You know, tell them where to put it because we lived through that racism stuff where you couldn't go to the same bathroom, drink out the same fountain, ride on the front of the bus, walk on the same side of the sidewalk. They didn't experience that. They're dating uh, the the opposite uh, uh, race or the, another race rather than say opposite. You know, male with a white female, uh, black with a white male, whatever. So they seem to have this little union going. Mm -hmm. And it seems like some of them are sincere because they're out there marching, risking their lives like those did back in the day when uh, Martin Luther King was there. That's why I don't say all white or something. I don't think the sun might, (laughs) well, I... Kind of sure that it is, but maybe the sun is not all hot. It might be a cool spot on that rascal. So I don't just say all. No. You know, so not all white people. But that 1% that follow and love that idiot in the White House. Mm -hmm. And following the wrong person. Got to get rid of those. And these that are with the young blacks now seem to have that same emotion, that same thought, that same desire to get rid of that 1%, not for the economic reasons, but for the humane reasons, you know, that there are. Get rid of them, and let's all live together on this planet, you know. So some of the young have some good ideas, man. Well, since you said young, it takes me back. That was an old saying. Way back. Way back. (laughs) Way back. When I was when I was a shorty shorty, yeah. I remember a saying that said, "And a child shall lead you." There you go. You remember yeah, that? Yeah. Come on now. But now, if you remember when you was a young man, you got a good way, good way yeah. back memory. Way back. Yeah, we're going way back now. Yeah. <laughs> you got some ten year olds that can't remember when they were born. Way back. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, back. but right. Uh, how did you say say that? A child. And a child shall lead you. There you go. And like I said before, God himself entrusted that Mary would be able to have Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. for the entire world to be a humane, dignified uh, place. You know, he entrusted a young person is is my point. Mm -hmm. She was 13. Okay. Uh, or in that range. Right, around in there, somewhere. Right. So if we got some young people out here that are doing some some things, man, coming up with these ideas. Oh, yeah. Then Jesse's and, and, and Bobby Russ's and Reverend Al and all of them, mm-hmm. and I should say the Reverend Jesse Jackson, too, because right. he is one. Okay. Uh, tell them, you know, where and how they can put that in place 
you know, because you've lived through a time where you know mm-hmm. some of their attacks. Yeah. So you can tell them, hey, they might attack you. This, you know, direct them. They need help. Yeah, something like they the the, the uh, commonly known mentors and and, right. and whatever, you know. But in a different vein, you getting mm-hmm. you getting out there. You really. Oh yeah. Doing it now, you know, like we were talking about on the way here, you know, about reparations. Mm-hmm. Man, there would be absolutely nothing that I can think of right off the top mm-hmm. that would be better than to see every black male and female out here with 350000 Right. Or I heard another one, a million dollars a year. Right. You know, generally when you see a, a, a white somebody out there, you know they got some money in the bank. But generally, and well, a lot of times when you see a black, they can go to the ATM machine and try and get some money out of there, and they won't give them a dime because they got the ATM set to give out 20s, and all you got is $19 in there. So it would really look nice to have 350000 or something. Well, hold that thought. Curtis, he's telling the truth. As we was coming over, you know, I was riding with Donald, and he started talking about that $350,000. That's why we get, it was almost kind of late starting the show. He pulled over, man, with just looking. I said, Don, you all right? $350,000. We came on over. We made it. We made it on here. What would you do with $350,000? I'm going to keep that to myself. I ain't going to tell you because you go out there and use my idea. But that that would be nice. It would be nice, man. I I would first get financially free, independent, you know. And try and rescue my family, but I wouldn't have to necessarily do that because they'd have three hundred and fifty. That's would they tax yeah. that? Would, would you be taxed for that three fifty? I don't know if they would tax reparations or not, but this is America. <laughs> Probably would have to pay taxes, <laughs> and, and that idiot might tell them, "Yeah, we're gonna tax them so we can yeah. get it right back right. or something." Get it you back. Know. Well, one thing I would do, though, I'd probably go buy me some stock in General Motors and Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> Write that down, Curtis. Huh? Because <laughs> I know <laughs> there's going to be some spinning wheels in the hood. I'll get me an island that's not named Stony and Blue. There you go. <laughs> All right. That blue Stony island or Stony Island. Huh? Oh, <laughs> but, you, you know, that would be wonderful, man. But. When do you think, because we've been talking about reparations for I don't know how long. How many, we, we, we said that on the way over. How many presidents uh, was involved with that? Every one of them since we've been able to stand up with, with some kind of uh, dignity and tell them that we want it. Right, no, no, <laughs> come through. What did you say Obama did now? I'm not sure exactly Obama all that Obama did, with it. but right, but he didn't accomplish it. Right. He didn't. He didn't do it. I'm not taking anything away no. from him. No. I'm just saying he didn't get reparations to us, mm-hmm. and none of the ones in front of him did. Clintons and all of them, none of them, you right. know. But in modern times, I think just about every mm-hmm. president has been asked about reparations, you know. But what I was getting at is I don't care how long you stand up and ask. This man owes trillions of dollars to everybody you can think about. And you think he's just going to up and give you some reparations? 
Now, if you go out there and demand reparations, take it, not take out of their hand, but go up and say, hey, America is going to be shut down until you hand us this money. That mass demonstration I told you about, mm-hmm. mass civil peaceful disobedience. Mm-hmm. Don't tear nothing up. Okay. Just shut America down. You go to every financial institution, every government installation, all at the same time, and bring a lunch. Because you're going to stay there until they come out and start passing out some reparations. That's when it'll get done. But I don't care how many meetings and committees and whatever you come up with talking about we need to pass this into law to get the reparate. I don't feel like it's getting ready to happen because he don't want to give it to you, and you just asking. Well, if you do that, you said shut down everything. Just sit down, don't do nothing. That's right. And just sit down and stay there. Right. You never have to worry about going on a diet. <laughs> you think we'd be you there a while? <laughs> we might be there a minute. Martin, be there a long time. Martin Luther King had people walking for a year down south to get the ride on the front of the bus. If they can walk to work for a year, and I don't mean they walked across no street. Some of them walked miles there, had to get there on time, and miles back to the house. So if they could do it for a year, you got to do it for a period of time. You shut America down. You don't let the money roll. You don't let the government act because they can't go in. We're out in front of everyone. I mean, the post office is a government place. It may be private now, but just everything. Okay. All blacks, all in America at the same time. Twenty of you can't go over here and wait. All got to be there at the same time. And please, no fighting and tearing up and burning buildings and busting out windows. Nothing. Please don't, don't tear up it. nothing. Don't even tear up your bus transfer. Just keep that in your pocket. Show them that we are as human as they are, and we have the God-given right to be respected as human beings, complete human beings, not three of any part or none of that. We're supposed to have the same dignity. We get the same racial treatment, the same respect, the same economics, and any other thing you can come up with. If they getting it, we getting it. What they used to say, cut us in or cut it out. Cut it out. Come on now. One or the other. That's the only way that he's going to understand you. He really don't understand maybe even that, but he should. If he's stupid enough to come out and tell you the way to get rid of the virus is to stop testing so he can open his government up and get his money rolling. So what you do is stop his money from rolling. You get out there in those financial institutions and you get out there at those government installations so he can't get his army on you. I mean block it off. He's showing you he doesn't care. He hasn't come out with anything and said anything about these people that have been murdered on the streets recently. Black Lives Matter, not to him. He doesn't care that that cop killed that man by uh, cutting off his his Arab supply. Mm -hmm. He applauds stuff like that. 
in his heart and somewhere in that White House in a, in a room where they don't have a tape recorder rolling because he goes to his rallies. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about your life. He was going to hold a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth, which is tomorrow, to celebrate him being the racist that he is becoming president again on the day that they tore up black America on the 20th in 1921 on the day that in Texas they found out that they were free mm-hmm. he, he was going to just come out and celebrate him being white Martha what he thinks he might be over you us black people on the days that were really penetrating our, our uh, race. They made him change it to tomorrow, I mean, not tomorrow, to Saturday, which is the next day. He doesn't care about your life because the virus is here. The virus is alive. There are eight and a half million people with the virus, a half a million people dead from it on this planet. In the United States, it's two million and a quarter people with the virus, and 120,000 of those dead. They don't have a vaccine for it. They don't have any cure for it. They come out with a lie every day talking about something that's going to do it, but they don't have it. And I don't think if they come up with it real soon, you should take it. I shouldn't say that. But I'm not going to take it because if they're giving it to me, I don't have it. You don't give it to me. You don't want to be a guinea pig. Oh, there you go. Like the uh, syphilis test with the Tuskegee Airmen and all all that, that, uh, whatever it was, the black thing with the military. Don't be guinea pig. But if you want to take it, take it. You know, it might help. I don't know. But he's going to hold a rally with no, nothing to cure this virus with thousands of them. He won't wear a mask, so they're not going to have a mask. When they leave that that gun rally, now, true, they won't come directly to your neighborhood because none of them want to live around you. Mm-hmm. But they're going to go shopping somewhere, and you might go shopping, and they've spread that virus to where you go shopping, and now it comes back to your community. He's going to spread it. You can't have that many people in one spot without protection with a virus with no cure for it and not come out of there with somebody else with it. In Arizona, California, Florida, and some other states where they unmasked and opened everything up right away, there is a spike in this thing, in the virus. Mm -hmm. There may become a spike here in Illinois. Who knows? Because you might be doing this a little bit too early. I'm not certain on that. These are not absolutes that I'm saying. I'm just telling you some feelings about this. Protect yourself from the virus. Protect yourself from that idiot in the White House and his boys and girls. And if you want reparations, you got to get out and demand reparations and quit asking about it. We've been asking since Martin Luther King.
Oh, man. It's just a plum that gum mess. But again, I say that the elders that are leading continue to lead, but bring in some of these young and see what they're talking about. Like I say, let them carry the ladder, and you tell them where to put the ladder, because if Laura can trust the...
This is Big Don, and you listen to the Royce Glamour Show with Royce and Don. <laughs> them chicken wings for sure was good, man. You know, as I was eating those chicken wings from Harold's, I thought about, I said, there's a celebration. There's a celebration. You know, I almost bit my finger, man, because I said, there's a celebration coming. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Come on now. And the first one, it's a lady. Yeah. And I'll let you say that, Curtis. Well, uh, thank you, because uh, I, I'm right next to her in life. Okay. <laughs> and hopefully in death. But not too soon. Okay. Um, I wanted to wish my wife, Kim, a very happy birthday. Uh, she is, no, I ain't telling it. I was going to say it, but I ain't going to say it. Yeah, but happy birthday to my wife, Kim. All right. Happy birthday. But, 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 but there's another one. Oh, you, we're missing one. Is another one. I knew I felt too. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Is another one. Now it's not a lady. It's not, I'm not feeling a lady. No. And I feel it's going to be. Is it tomorrow? Well, yeah. And it's right, he, he. He's usually right next to you. Happy oh, come on now. Come on. Happy birthday, All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Happy birthday, Blair. You know, Curtis. You just a little while ago you said. Uh, Hopefully in death and not too soon, it reminded me of this joke, man. The pastor was up there preaching. I mean, he was getting it on, man. And he got to the end and he said, now who in the congregation want to go to heaven? And everybody stood up at this one man. Uh So he said it again. I said, who all want to go to heaven? And the man still still, still sitting there. Right, didn't say nothing. So... The pastor just dismissed the church, uh-huh. and he walked over to him. He said, man, didn't you hear me say who all want to go to heaven stand up? And he said, yeah, I heard it. He said, well, why didn't you stand up? He said, because I thought you were talking about you had a bus outside. <laughs> I'm not ready to go right now. <laughs> oh, man. Keep, keep your day job. That tickles me. <laughs> yeah, keep bothering the job. Keep your day job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I thought you had a bus sitting out there. Oh, I didn't man. know, man. But speaking of young babies like me and Kim here, uh-huh. the DACA children, a celebration that they can uh, have because the Supreme Court rescinded the decision and vacated Trump's attempt at getting rid of the DACA children and the, uh, and the program, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. That's President Obama's uh, administration immigration policy. Exactly. Trump went about it in the wrong way. So the Supreme Court vacated it, and now they, they're here legally for a, a while. Okay. You know, he had the right to do it, but he did it the wrong way, him and his gang. They don't know how to pass laws and whatever. Okay. So I'm sure some time down the line they'll probably try and rewrite it but for now the DACA children are safe they've been paying taxes their parents brought them over here as matter of fact they didn't bring them they came over here the parents did and had the babies here that mean they're American citizens or whatever you know so they've been going to school and uh, uh, paying taxes and whatever like that man Mm -hmm. good citizens and, and Trump tried to borrow them out of here but thank goodness that the uh, Supreme Court saw through that stuff. And you have John Bolton. He came out and said, 
the way that well he didn't say this I'm saying the way that Trump did this was wrong right John Bolton came out and said in this book that is being released today tomorrow or sometime very soon he's incompetent he doesn't have the competency to be the president of the United States and Bolton also said that Trump asked China to help him in re-election so Congratulations to the DACA children, and also you see where Trump is not supposed to be the president of the free world. The Supreme Court recognized it. He also is trying to become re-elected to be the president of the free world again, and he asked China, so there should be some penalty. If he is not re-elected this November, when he walks out of that White House, it should be to get into a squad car. He should be taken to jail and arrested uh, and uh, charged in the courthouse or however they do it with treason and try his butt and try and handcuff him and get him locked up. He has been a problem for America. It's going to be worse if you don't get him out of there. And in between now and then, it might even get worse any that gum way. But enough is enough. Let's go. Pour me a little bit more champagne. Woo. Oh.
Listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. All right, hey, my black people, is this it? This is it. All my black people, this is Royce Glamour. Stop killing each other. That's tiresome to wake up every morning and find out this person got shot over here. That person is dead. That person is dead. And stop being influenced by others to tear your own city down. That's pitiful. You're tearing your stores up. You can't even go to the bank. Stop being influenced to tear your city where you live down, in your neighborhood. Tearing it up. Wake up, my black brothers. Wake up. You're not ignorant. Come on, black people. Get yourself together. Where's Glamour? Next week. Peace be unto you. King James Version of the Bible. John chapter 13, verse 33, 34, and 35. Until next Thursday, 3 o'clock. See ya.
You have been listening to The Royce Glamour Show with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair on SD Radio, a future vision entertainment station. The following program is Broker Programming, and the contents therein are the responsibility of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of Dusty Radio, Future Vision Entertainment, its sponsors and advertisers. Yeah, man, aren't you missing something, Donald? Man, I hear that doggone music, so I, I, I don't think we'll be missing it long. <laughs> is he go? Is he coming? I don't. Let me, let's see. What up, Cliff? Let my music. Let my music play a little bit more. <laughs> see, let, yeah, let my music. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up with you, man? Hey, well, the city is finally opening back up, and that's a good thing, right? Okay, but they can't. They can't make no money at the capacity that they're letting them open up. No, no, they just can't. They can't make no money. Mm-mm. Yeah. And listen, by the way, man, I don't know why it's uh, not being mentioned. You know, Maze Jackson ain't on VON for a minute. Say what, Cliff? Uh, WVON suspended Maze Jackson. Oh yeah. Yeah, let me tell you what happened. Uh, I was talking with him on the air uh, early in the week, and he said, I can't comment on that. I said, man, you starting to sound like you being censored, you know? Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Monday he wasn't on the air. Man, I, I didn't know that. I heard a commercial with him today. Uh, uh, no, you heard, you heard something that was in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, the bottom line, man, uh, they, they censored him for talking about the mayor. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, but let me, let me tell you why, uh, I'm bringing that up. Even though I'm bringing it up about maids, do you know there are certain white radio stations that refer to Lori Lightfoot as Larry Lightfoot? No, I didn't know that. Man. You ever heard that? No. A couple of people have called me. I can't recall. It's, it's a white radio station. But when they talk about Lightfoot, they call him Larry Lightfoot. Uh, well, okay. You know, I don't doubt that. You know, I haven't heard it, but I don't doubt it, man. You know, listen, on that same subject now, we just had the boy up there in Minnesota murdered with a white cop on his neck. That's right. 
and you would think that would serve notice to these police. Mm, Two days later, they snatching a woman out of her car, busting her windows out, a gang of police. They really were little Klansmen. They needed white sheets on. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then you turn around down here in uh, Atlanta, right. and here's a man running away from him, and they got his license plate, they got his car, they got his ID, and they shoot and kill him. Mm-hmm. And then the, then the bad part that, about that that people didn't really need to know yeah. is that after he shot and killed him, he kicked him. And stood on his back. Come on, man. Come on, man. But one, one, one good thing about, about that uh, incident, Cliff, is the cop is being charged with felony murder, which carries a life sentence or a death sentence. And I'm right not life in a day, so he got to do that life and another uh, life, you know. If he get another and, day out of that life, he got to go. That but his life ain't some of that stuff, Cliff. If, huh? if, they can, if they convict him and these other cops see that he's going to do life in prison or get that chair or whatever method of death they got, they might slow up a little bit. Okay, but listen, Donald, you know we always had to watch out for the police. And listen, on that same note, two weeks ago when this rioting started, the day after the weekend after it started, Lloyd Lightfoot brought in the white boy to control and run everything over the superintendent. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she brought in the number two man to run everything. He's the one that handled all the uh, other protests we've had in the city down through the years. Oh, Put yeah, him in yeah. charge and basically demoted the uh, superintendent. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. He he's the one that coordinated all of the different ev- uh, events, like uh, the the Democratic convention. Just all of that, all of that, all of that kind of stuff. Where there's a riot, he's the one that they go to. Well, he retired yesterday. He quit yesterday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got a feeling. He said, I ain't going to help these black folks do nothing. Right. Yeah. Nice. You know. And, man, you know, I went to my bank today. That is really devastating. Uh, I went to my bank on 83rd, and it's still boarded up, man. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is really devastating to our, to our community, man. What they did is devastating to our community, you know? Yeah. I mean, two and three weeks later, we're still suffering from that. Yeah. And, and I can't see them coming back, to be honest. Not me, the, the ATMs, I think you bank at a, at the one across the street, but at the Chase Bank, every uh-huh. one of the ATMs are tore up and with no evidence of anybody coming to repair them. So like you say, they, neither bank might be coming back. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, speaking of coming back, Jules on 75th will be opening tomorrow. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, they clean that store out, but they'll be open tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I know we've got to show up for time, but a couple of things I want to run down. Something is physically wrong with Trump, man. Yeah, I heard that. Something is physically wrong with him. You know, in the game, I mean, as long as I've been in these streets, man, you read body language, okay? Uh, yeah. And uh, he's got a twitch. Yeah, I see that every time he's on television. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a twitch, man. And uh, I'll never forget this Democratic convention one year. This guy was running for vice president, and this lady saw him on television and told him he had cancer, and he didn't know it. Oh, wow. Mm. But she was able to see it on the screen. Uh-huh. Just like I can show you a picture of 2019 when Lori Lightfoot did the interview with me, and you look at her now, you can see she looks like a badger by the face. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, her eyes are extremely dark. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, she's not getting no sleep, man. No. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to shout out to the Cubs, too, man. Because they uh, drafted a black boy to play shortstop for them. Oh, okay. And, and I think that's a good thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, though I went out to the horseshoe. They get ready to open back up. They bring in some concerts in, so get ready for that, you know. Yeah, like I said, keep us informed when they're coming, man. Yeah. But listen, last but not least, I got to tell you guys about this. And I want to tell you something else, too, man. This guy put on Facebook page that he had four children, no food, no money, and nothing else, right? So a lady called me and asked me what I have. So I got two boxes of food, man. I bought I two large boxes of food, right? And put some masks in the box. And she went to the grocery store and bought all kind of meats and eggs and, and milk and all that. And I had it on my Facebook page. And people say, man, you being scammed. You being scammed, you know? And I said, I said, well, if you flim flam and me, if you got them kids, it's still all right with me because, uh, he got kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I had uh, my girl pick it up from the uh, my grandson's store and take it to the man. He lived in Brownsville. Sure enough, he got four kids, mm-hmm. and he's suffering from cancer. Oh, man. And, and we were able to give him that. And by the way, I, I, it came on my Instagram, and uh, this morning the mayor and I put, sent me a note saying thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so ain't that something? Yeah. You know, but last, last but not least, man, well, now I got one more thing to say. I got to tell you all about this. Last week, I was on the radio with Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nick Cannon has a foundation. He has radio stations, and his dad has a radio station in Atlanta, and he has another station in Florida at L.A., well, they want to talk to me about coming on the air regularly with them. I'm supposed to talk with them today at 5 o'clock. So Don't forget I, us I, little folks. Big pardon? Don't forget us little folks. Oh, man, in the beginning. <laughs> I, I wouldn't dare leave my people, man. We started. No, uh-uh. That ain't how they go. But I, I do want to say that I'm, I'm just carried away about that. Yeah. But last but not least, man, with all this stuff going on, why are we still shooting and killing one another? Right. Every day. Can't Every day, out. man. Every day. If any of you young people out there, if y'all listening to us on this radio show, man, do me a favor. Stop shooting one another. I swear for God in heaven, man. Please, stop shooting one another. If you got a problem with somebody, man, tell me about it. And we sit down at the table and straighten that shit out, man. You know, let's, let's stop making the funeral homes rich. I'm, I'm begging you all. I'm taking, I'm taking advantage of our airtime right now to beg you all in the Lord Jesus Christ, man. Please stop shooting my kids. Stop shooting one another. It ain't that bad, man. I had to say that now. I'm sorry. That's a, that's, okay. that's, that's a real stay home and live yeah. another day. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Hey, once again, I enjoyed you guys, man. Chicago, a Future Vision Entertainment Station.
something that can make you do wrong, make you do right.
Kim, and you're listening to Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Don. Morning. Hey, uh, <laughs> our president getting ready to do something, ain't he? I mentioned it before. He's going to hold this rally uh-huh. uh, disregarding mm-hmm. all life on the planet and have thousands of people in one dat gum building. Somebody is going to catch that virus, and somebody is probably going to die. And, Curtis, what did the idiot in the White House do to protect himself and not us? Okay, the rally was scheduled for Juneteenth. It's been moved to Saturday at the BOK Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he sent invitations out to people who want to come. Mm Mm-hmm. And they had to respond so they have an uh, idea of how many people they're going to have. Now, BOK Center holds 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. But you can squeeze another 15,000 after that. So okay. you're looking at almost 30,000, 35,000 people in that one building. Right. He basically gave people a disclaimer that they had to sign and agree to. Mm-hmm. And I will read uh, from it. And it's, it reads, and I quote, by clicking register below, you are acknowledging that an inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. By attending the rally, you and any guests voluntarily assume all risks related to exposure to COVID-19 and agree not to hold Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated, the BOK Center, ASM Global, or any of their affiliates, directors, officers, employees, agents, contractors, or volunteers liable for any illness or injury. All right. So in other words, he knows that somebody is going to get this virus just took himself off the hook. There you go. Right. Not just yeah. one. It'd probably be a lot of people that might get it. Let's just say one, Royce. Right. That one is going to leave uh-huh. and go somewhere else. Right. And that person that he gets in contact with someplace else is going to leave and go someplace else. Mm-hmm. And that's how, to that's my right. understanding, the virus got yeah. started in the first place. Everybody right. left Wuhan, China with the virus. Right. And now it's all over the planet. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be the cause of a spike to tr- get his boys all and girls all up in one spot to root him to be the president again? And he's stupid enough to hold the thing that d- endangers the planet. Yeah. And then you're going to leave out all grinning and stuff with rifles and bats and stuff and uh, sheets over your head and all other kind of stuff paraphernalia to vote for him again. You got to be kind of a dummy your dad comes It wouldn't be right if they didn't do a lot of shouting. So they standing right next to each other, shouting, spitting, and doing all kinds of stuff. Shouting, fighting, and doing all kinds of stuff. Now, I just got word from the Oklahoman. Uh, That's the uh, newspaper, the official newspaper of the state of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma has confirmed yesterday 228 new COVID-19 infections, setting a new state record and continuing a recent trend. It's been moving up for mm-hmm. the last week and a half. Oklahoma. Okay. Back up. 
that's where he's holding the thing. You're going to have a few people that are going to fly in, drive in, or catch a bus or a bike or something to get to the convention. But most of the people at the convention, I'm relatively sure, will be Oklahomans. And if the Oklahomians have a spike in the dadgum virus, they're getting ready to spread this dadgum thing. The governor himself of Oklahoma has asked Trump not to hold that rally. Don't do it. He asked him not to do it. And Trump would probably call him a punk. He did. Like he called all the other governors that didn't agree with opening up the country right off the bat. Oh, you're weak. Yeah, weak. Yeah. You you don't know how to run your place. We're going to send the National Guard in there or something or another. Again, folks, in America, 2,254,968 people have this virus right now. After Saturday, let's see what the number will be. And of that number... 120,000, I say again, 120,000 people, 494 have died. They are no longer with us. And he wants to hold a pep rally for his reelection because he doesn't have any record to run on. The economy is no longer looking good where he was riding on what Obama did, and they want to claim that he did the the up in the economy, which he did not. Mm-hmm. He needs help. Yeah, and he's going to risk the lives of the people to pep his uh, folks up to come vote for him. If they had a puppy dog running against him, I'd vote for that doggone puppy dog rather than to vote for him. Dog might have more sense. Mm-hmm. He's going to come out there and say the way to stop the virus from spreading is to stop testing people. You have a huge number of people that have been tested and the numbers are up. So the less you test, the less you have of cases. And if you don't test at all, you won't have the virus. And he thought that was intelligent. He thought that was a statement that made sense. Well, no, the one he thought made sense was the bleach and disinfect. He said, just get some of that. And And take it. If you want percenters that hate the rest of this planet so much, really love Trump, and I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just suggesting. He told you to drink a glass of bleach. So every morning, get up as long as you can and drink you a big full glass of bleach, you ignorant. Let's play this thing. Your soul, you can fool a few. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
everybody doing? This is OB, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. All right, y'all know who that was. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That was Granny. What's up? Hey, Royce. Hey, Royce. I said, hey, who is that? You know who it is. I'm tired as hell. Uh, Willie back in there. Don't play that song no more, Love Machine. <laughs> Because Willie back then it made me so tired, I'm about to go to sleep right now. He's been working and working and working, talking about he a love machine. Get back in here. I heard somebody say, get back in here. I got to go, boy. <laughs> I hope I can talk to you later. Tell everybody I said hi. <laughs> so so William, William, is, William Machine, but Granny ain't, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, 911 is available. They better roll that way. My Father's Day gift from the both of you is to not hear what Granny don't has said. Granny kind of tired today. I don't know what Willie doing, but she was tired. She can hardly talk. Oh, my goodness. We're even real hard. Oh, man. Now, what was you saying? Willie about? and Granny. <laughs> Willie and Granny. Hey, man, you know what, Royce? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this right quick. And then we'll get to, well, no, we're, let, let, let's just go ahead and do your favorite part of the show. We'll do that next time uh, we come back. Uh, now, uh, what might your favorite part of the show be? Oh, man, Curtis, what is it, a quiz? I don't know. It must be that pot quiz. That pot quiz. You got it right again. Pot of pot. We're going to get right on into it, man. Okay. Let's see. All right. This young lady, she was born in the seventh month of 1950, and she passed this month of this year on the 8th. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, I got that. Okay. Yes, she can. Yes, she can, can. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's Bonnie Pointer, the Pointer system. Oh, you got that right. Sisters. You got Bonnie. that one right. Okay. All right, now we're going to go and go a little deeper. Uh-huh. This young man was born in the eighth month, 1958, and he passed in this month on the 25th day in 2009. And I'm going to say this. He changed the face of music. I know who that is. Who? The boy used to spin around so fast and so long, partner. He made somebody dizzy one time. Did he? Michael Jackson. You got that right. You know, you got it before I do the next one. You got artists like that. You got uh, Michael Jackson. You got, and I hopefully maybe one of these are in here. You got James Brown. Mm-hmm. You got. Uh, Nat King Cole, you know, different eras had different people that changed the face of music, man, made it go into something different, mm-hmm. and it were all good back then. But now we'll go to the next young fella here. This is a male vocalist also. He was born in this month in 1958, and he passed in the fourth month of 2016. Hey, hey, don't be passing paper and stuff up. Why Why every time Curtis get it is after you pass something? No, I had just did Mike. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I'm trying to get him, trying to you know, go around. Yeah. Go around the table. Okay. Uh, uh, y'all ready? Yeah. Okay. Prince Rogers Nelson. All right. See, so he uh, know the whole name. Okay. Is that right? 
Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Looked like he was a little. Mm-hmm. This young, this young man here, he was born in this month in 1942, and he passed in the 12th month of 1999, and he's a music face changer. I know who that was. Who was that? Yeah. This guy was way before his time. Mm-hmm. Way before the music, his music and writing was way before his time. Mm-hmm. Mr. Curtis Mayfield got that right. Y'all batting a thousand today, okay. unlike last week. Mm-hmm. What so last I, I get week? to throw that up. What happened last week? We got one wrong. Oh, we got one wrong. Uh-huh. Every dog gets a bone every once in a while. Yeah, there, there you go. Okay, now this young man, he's a, a music face changer too. He was a male vocalist. He was born in this month in 1934, and he passed in the first month of 1984. Lonely teardrops. Oh, wow. See? Jackie Wilson. Got that one right. Lonely teardrops. Okay. Here we go. We're going to continue on. Uh, This young lady, she was born in the fourth month of 19 and 17, and she passed in this month of 19 and 96. And in her time, she was a music face changer, too. There was some, some more that were just like her. I'll name those. You had Duke Ellington, Count Basie, and this lady. That, that, that was a change in music. Okay, who, who might that be? You know who it is? I know who it is. Curtis, Curtis, you know who it is? Yeah, he just threw me a lifeline. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who is it, Curtis? It's Ella Fitzgerald. Got that right. Now, the Royce Glamour Show does that again, I say, because those people were performers. Whatever they did, if they claimed to be dancers, they had to dance. If they were vocalists, they had to sing. If they were poets, they had to come out and rhyme something. If they were musicians, they had to actually play an instrument. They got on stage live and did it. They didn't have synthesizers talking about your mama this and spinning rims and swinging on poles and making it rain. They came out and performed. And that's what we at the Royce Glamour Show call. What, Royce? Keep your talent alive. Hey, before we get back to the show, uh, we got somebody, uh, a special guest, because as you know, tomorrow is Juneteenth, mm-hmm. and uh, Juneteenth, uh, they got a festival going on in Chicago, and lately, they have been making Juneteenth a Party. state holiday, a, a, a state holiday. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, on the phone, we have one of the organizers of this event, Queenie And uh, Queenie, welcome to the Royce Glamour Show. Hi, how you guys doing? Okay. All right. Hello, how are you Queenie? Queenie. I hear a little feedback. Okay. Well, we're working on that. Okay. Uh, tell us about that uh, uh, event that's going on Juneteenth in Chicago. Okay. Okay. So, of course, we are celebrating Juneteenth, and we're celebrating Black. So, officially, we have an entire week um, thanks to David Peterson. And the Philly and Porter Museum, and also the Black Hall. So, okay. the way to start is, okay. um, they can go. Okay, Queenie, uh, what we're going to do is uh, 
we're going to try to clean up your audio, and um, we will uh, get back to you uh, in a few moments. Okay, uh, we'll clean up the audio, uh, Royce and Donald, and we'll get right back to it. Okay, let's go to a, a song right quick, and we'll get back to Queenie. Listen, girl, <laughs> don't you hold on to me for the things that I've got, you hear?
Donald Blair Jr. And you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce. Okay, we're back and we got that audio cleared up. Uh, we have uh, Queenie Green's partner in the Juneteenth celebration that we were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, David Peterson. David, welcome to the Royce Glamour Show. Oh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, good evening, gentlemen. How's everybody doing today? All right. How are you All right, doing, brother Day? Oh, I'm feeling blacktastic, man. I'm feeling real good. Okay. Can you tell us about Ju- the Juneteenth celebration. Well, Juneteenth celebration is something that we've been doing for about uh, eight years here in the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. over at the National A. Philip Randolph Former Porter Museum, uh, America's first and only Black Labor History Museum. And we've collab- we collaborate with uh, the Black Mall in order to do it every year. And our goal has basically been to just bring awareness to that date. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pr- prior to this year, it really hasn't been the flavor of the month, if you will. People really weren't as genuinely interested in it. I mean, we even had our peers calling us hoteps for trying to say, you know, let's celebrate our own, you know. But right. but by the grace of God, you know, this year, everybody seems to be uh, really enthused about it. So it seems like the work has been done and the ancestors are proud. So this, this week, this year, because, uh, you know, of COVID-19, we're not going to be able to do it in the capacity that we usually do it, which is the outside festival. Mm-hmm. So what, you know, I, well, myself, uh, Quinny Green, TJ Crawford, uh, Cassie, uh, Cassie over at the Black Mountain, we all collaborated and said, you know what, we're going to make this a citywide thing that we do in several different neighborhoods. So we've, we've compiled um, a collective of people together to do a, a citywide parade, a, okay. a caravan parade. So we're going to take our likeness through the neighborhoods from the west side, all the way to the east side, the south side, over in uh, Auburn Gresham with the 21st Ward. And we're all going to just, you know, impose this likeness in the streets of our people. You know, the last couple of, uh, the last month has been a very, very trying time for our community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything has been done in a low vibration. Uh-huh. Every, the, pro- the protests, the riots, everything, everything's in a low vibration, right? We as a spiritual people and an African people, though, we understand the importance of spirit. So what we're doing is we're raising the vibration. We're, we're, we're imposing black love and black culture throughout our, our, our neighborhoods. So hey, David, I'm not trying city. to stump you, man, but do you happen Please. to know a list uh, or have a list, I should say, of the states that have made it a statewide holiday? I absolutely do not. I, I'm, in, I'm mortified right now because I love being prepared for my tests. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, 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 you know, it is our goal to get it done, um, you know, uh, here in, in the state of Illinois. So everybody who can hear this message, if you can call your state representative, your local representative, whoever it is, let them know Juneteenth needs to be on the calendar. All mm-hmm. right. I know it was some federal organization that uh, is given paid day off to honor the Juneteenth. I know and Nike's I, doing that. I know who? Nike's doing that. Nike. Yeah. No, this this was a a, a federal something, I believe. Okay. I, I can't remember exactly, man. I I just heard it too. <laughs> so Okay. <laughs> I like to be prepared too somewhat, but I can't <laughs> recall exactly who it was. But they're giving everybody off and uh paying them for, on, for that day and that that's something that is a very first. Well, uh Juneteenth yeah became a state holiday in Texas. I, I was in Texas for five years. Mm-hmm. They became a state holiday in Texas in 1980. Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, there are a number of cities lately. Uh, okay. I, I think uh, the state of New York uh, just put in an executive order by Governor Cuomo making Juneteenth a paid uh, holiday for that state. Mm-hmm. And that's the state that's of beautiful. New York. 
Yeah. Well, are you all, David, going to have a, a virtual celebration where everybody can uh, stream in somehow or whatever? We absolutely will. We absolutely will because this is actually the kickoff to Black Culture Week. So Juneteenth starts Black Culture Week. It goes from the 19th to the 28th. So you can you can tune in to uh, BlackCultureWeek.com and get all of the information you need. But, can you say that want, again want, slowly because you know somebody didn't have that pencil in their hand. <laughs> no, that's fine. BlackCultureWeek.com. Okay. But but I want I want to say I want to say too and make sure that I point this out before we get off the phone. While this is a celebration. At this specific point in time, this is a call to arms and a call to action. See, we have to be intentional in, 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 in acknowledging and recognizing our history. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And with that being said, June 19, 1865, when those Buffalo soldiers rode into Galveston, Texas, and let those slaves know that they had technically been free for uh, two years, yeah. what, what we need to also acknowledge is when that Emancipation Proclamation uh, what was, was signed, the 13th Amendment was also put into place which says that you are free unless duly convicted of a crime. So now that we're in a state where we see overzealous police officers aggressively trying to lock up our people, oh, yeah. we need to make sure that people know that slavery ain't over yet. No, no. You know, we, we're, we're still fighting this thing systematically day after day after day, and we need to make mm-hmm. sure that our people are, are not just using this as an opportunity to go get you a cute outfit and barbecue, but this is an opportunity for you to go out there with your people, organize, get involved with the political process so that we can make sure that our people are not being uh, targeted so that the stock market can go up for those who, who are, are, are stockholders in the private uh, private prison industrial complex. Right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, David, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Works Family Show. And uh, keep us abreast of what's going on. Uh, give us that website uh, one more time. BlackCultureWeek.com. And thank you, gentlemen, for having me. You are all right. Week. Thank you, David. We'll all talk right, to you, man. Take care. This is Jeff Johnson, and this portion of the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald is brought to you by... Yeah, Tony Blair, the sign daddy, is here with printing is cheap so you don't despair. One-stop shop for your printing needs. Copy banners to obituaries. Open seven days a week, come stop in. Tony Blair, the sign daddy, for the win. Located in Bronzeville, we are the best. Tony Blair, the sign daddy, different from the rest. Give us a call today. 312-789-4888. Even offering same-day service. That's 312-789-4888. Watch the number one talent show in Chicago on cable channel 19 every Saturday this month in June at 10.30 a.m. Talent of all kinds, singers, dancers, rap, poetry, models, hey, you name it. And if you have any talent, give us a call at 773-734-2739. Number one cleaners in the city of Chicago, that's Blair's Cleaners and Laundromat, located at 7320 and 7322 South on Vincennes. If you want your clothes clean right, Take them to blast. Need a used car, a very good used car or truck? Give us a call at 773-734-2739. We're going to put you in touch with some of the best cars in the city. 
right now. I got to go, Donald. You got. I know you're tired of taking over all the time. You got to go take over because they said Harold's chicken is at the door. Hold on, dog. They, with my chicken, man. I got to get out of it. Go, let me move the chair back. Hi, my name is Opal Staples, and I'm Angel Gray, and we love Harold's chicken on 87th Street. It's 87th and the Dan Ryan to be more exact. In normal times, if you're on the Dan Ryan Expressway and you exit at 87th Street, if you turn left or you turn right, they got you in one bite. But now they want you to exit at 87th Street and turn to the west and go to 100 West 87th Street. And that's Harold's Chicken right there. And give them a call before you go at 773-224-3314. Because when you arrive, all you can do is go in and pick your order up and leave. So give Harold's Chicken a call at 100 West 87th Street at 773-224-3314. If you're having a hunger attack and see a vending machine next to you, check the logo on that vending machine and see if it says Healthy Natural Vending. If it does, that's a family-owned business. They've been in business for over eight years, and the product in that machine is fresh. If you're a business person looking for your own vending machines, give Angelo a call at Healthy Natural Vending. He'll bring your vending machines over and keep the product in your machines fresh. Also for business persons, Angelo guarantees the highest commission in the industry. So give Healthy Natural Vending and Angelo a call at 773-407-2908. That's 773-407-2908. Just visit them at the website at www.healthysnacksil.com. It's www.healthysnacksil.com.
have and it's given to you. Yeah, and it's true. Lottie Fox, Twinkly D, do you believe in a girl like me? Sure, this is the one for you to be with. But when I'm caught all alone, I start fessing. It's from state of depression. And then the thunderclouds of doubt move in. I begin to wonder, do you still love me? But after that, my whole world is beautiful. This is home. 